Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. In this podcast series, a few of the fan club's esteemed and brave members take to the airwaves to discuss symbiote-related comics, movies, cartoons, and games, and more. We also provide new updates on fresh media and merch, all, of course, about symbiotes, all the time. My name is Orion, and I'm joined again by Carlos, John, Tyler, and Aaron from Episode 4. Say hi, guys. Hello! <laughs> Hi! Congratulations. <laughs> Are we supposed to go in order on that one? No. It doesn't, it doesn't no. matter. <laughs> Alright. Leave this in. Mo- it's staying in. Mo- moving on. <laughs> in today's episode, we'll review the Edge of Venomverse series, the Venomverse War Stories one-shot, and the main Venomverse event. So without further ado, let's dive into it. In the last two episodes, we were joined by Declan Shalvey, who wrote and illustrated the Punisher Venom story in Venomverse War Stories, and Colin Bunn, the writer of the main Venomverse event. So today, we'll be starting off by reviewing Venomverse anthology stories, uh, specifically from Edge of Venomverse number 1-5 through five and Venomverse War Stories. Each Edge of Venomverse book introduced us to a new Venom mashup hero, each of whom was previously featured in one of Marvel's countless Venomized variant covers, and whom was featured in the main Venomverse series. In order of appearance, Edge of Venomverse featured the introductions to Venomized versions of X-23, Gwenpool, Ghost Rider, Old Man Logan, and Deadpool. Then, in Venomverse War Stories, um, we got a look at uh, Venomized Doctor Strange and Captain America in a short prologue written by Colin Bunn, plus short stories about Venomized Punisher, Doctor, D- uh, Doctor Doom, Rocket Raccoon, and a, lo- and a young Lagos girl named Ngozi, who became the new Black Panther following T- uh, T'Challa's demise. There are so many stories to unpack here, so who wants to go first? Oh boy, uh, well, I guess we better, I, I guess I'll go first. Uh, we, we, I mean, we can always just talk about the first issue altogether, uh, the X-23. All right. Which was, which really just kicked everything off. So, this issue, I, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't anything special, but I thought it was fairly enjoyable. Like, I, I know some people didn't like the art, but, you know, I, I thought it was serviceable, and, you know, you gotta see a little girl get bonded to a symbiote. You know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the symbiotes that always just want to kill people. I, I prefer the more symbiotic bond. But and but you know, and it was uh, apparently I I never read X23's old stuff, but apparently some of those kids were from her old series. So I think that's a really neat tie-in. Interesting. Yeah, I I think I it felt like this story. All right, so it felt like uh, this story uh, was extremely accessible for people who saw the Logan movie. Yeah, it it definitely like I feel like that was a big part of why it came out because then you know you, then you also had old man Logan Venom, but we'll get that later. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, I think it was definitely influenced by the movie a little bit at least, but you know it was just it, I I liked the the design for her at least I thought that was good yeah. and uh, just you know and I I guess you can't say too much about the ending because that's how they all ended basically yeah. where yeah. it's just like oh suddenly Captain America it was suddenly abrupt and just. But you know, so I overall, I would say it's fairly average, but enjoyable. So yeah. that's how I feel. Anybody else, other thoughts about the first issue for anybody? Uh, I honestly, I kind of felt like I wish that uh, whoever did the front cover for the issue, because uh, I think that would have been a good choice for the artwork. Because in the issue, it kind of felt like it was mostly rushed, and there were some facial expressions in the issue that kind of looked weird in a way. But, I mean, overall, I, I do love X-23's design of her Venomized overall. But, yeah, it was a decent issue all around for the first one. I also really liked um, her power towards the end of the book where she was able to share her symbiote with her friends uh, while they were um, trying to run away from those uh, military people. Yeah. Um, uh, like my thing is with these is, like, uh, like, all of us are not fans of, you know, like, Wolverine and, and like, all these other folks. So it's kind of like, all right, sure, there's a, there's, like, I'm a Venom in here. 
but it's also this other. Uh, you know, like the character we don't even know about. Yeah. So it's like, um, at the end of the story, I was like, I guess that was a Venom book, you know. Uh, it had like um, a, um, it had like um, a symbiote in it, but at the same time, we don't really have any like attachments with these, you know, um, yeah. like the Venomized. Yeah, or, you, know. you know, it's because it's like we're we're all primarily Venom fans, and there are a few of us who like these other characters that pop up every now and then, but um, you know, coming into Venomverse you look at all the uh, promotions and everything and you see uh, not just these characters but like all these other different types of Venoms like um, Ultimate Venom and all that and you were ex- and we were kind of expecting to see those alternate universe Venoms that we've seen before. It's like, okay, we want to see more of that. But with Edge of Venomverse, we got the introduction and these characters in, in each issue uh, sh- are like part of the main group uh, barring... Mm-hmm. Gwenpool, of course, um, yeah, we'll talk about yeah. later. Uh, but all these characters were a part of the main group, and I, I understand the reason for that, but I, I came into this interested in seeing these other alternate versions of basically Eddie Brock Venom. Yeah, like, uh, Edge of Spider-Verse did a similar thing, where it was like, but Edge of Spider-Verse still started out with Spider-Man Noir, who was a fan favorite from before. So I feel like if we'd at least gotten one Venom we were familiar with, like I think that would have been a cool way to start it off. Yeah. But in- yeah. instead, it was all these original characters, like from based off like alternate covers. It's like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess that's cool. But and then it also gets kind of disappointing when it's just like, all right, here's two Wolverines, two Deadpool's, and then like uh, what was the last one? It was. Uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yeah. And that was a good concept. I like that concept, but again, it was just like, why do we need two Wolverines and two Deadpools? And, like, and not only that, this um, the the uh, regular Deadpool, this is our third or fourth iteration of a Venom Deadpool. Yeah. Venom pool. You know? Yeah, it's popular, man. Like, that's what sells, you know? Yeah. I guess. And yeah. But I guess we're going to go... Uh, so that we talked about the X-23 issue. Now we'll quickly talk about the, the Gwenpool issue, number two. I you know I was never really a fan of these Gwen characters like mm, Gwen and everything and I got into this whole argument online with someone who was like oh you know Gwenpool's not Gwen Stacy I'm like I don't really care I don't care for her but with this issue <coughs> sorry <coughs> with this issue I really I really liked it like I didn't expect to like a Gwenpool issue but this was fun the the only thing that just kind of didn't really make sense to me is how she just gets shot by those thugs and then the symbiote just forms out of her blood. I thought it was going to be something where the symbiote was going to find her, but I don't know. I just found that very random out of left Dog. field. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think she just had it like she had gotten it before we were introduced, which was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, I. Like, and with Gwenpool, I've never had a problem with Gwenpool. I, I've kind of liked some of her stories. I'm not a huge fan or anything. But, you know, I, I think this issue did a good job at introducing her to other people who wouldn't know about her. Yeah. And it, it was very fun. It was just a lot of, like, I really like how they played at the symbiotic relationship with her, like, meta fourth wall breaking. Yeah. And, it, like, it was like, come on, we're, it's an alternate universe. Nothing matters here. Let's just go. Like, it's so... It was. It, I, I thought it was really fun, and then I haven't been a huge fan of that artist before. But I, she's really, or I think it's Irene. What is it, Irene Strykowski? And so she, I think she's really improved in this. So it, it was good to see some improvement from her art, and I thought I thought it fit the comedic story fairly well. Yeah, and so I, it, I really right. liked the uh, the the Gwenpool uh, design, and yeah, we're gonna call her Gwenpool. We're not gonna call her Venpool because we I was have not really Venompool. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely. I was one. not a fan of it. it. Had like you know weird legs and shit. Like yeah, she looked like a lizard with, with a tail too. Hey, I I like that design. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it very shark like to me. She looked yeah. like a shark. Yeah, and, you know, the, like the whole like... the whole issue was kind of centered around her trying to get a letter that she accidentally wrote to her boss, <laughs> which she was trying to have a crush on Daredevil, which was kind of funny in a way, but it was very cute. Whack. 
Yeah, oh, you know, really you know the whole the whole shark motif. I finally now get it because yes. they were really jumping the shark with her. Uh, <laughs> but I'm. <ew. laughs> anything, anything to add, John? Just about the before we switch to the next venom. Uh, not really. I just think that uh, I, I stand by my opinion that it's not the symbiote that makes the character interesting; it's the host. Yeah. And so, like, my general thoughts for all of these issues is that uh, if you don't care about the character on the cover, like, if you don't care about uh, Gwenpool, or if you don't care about X-23, then this issue isn't going to make you like them. Yep. And uh, for my case, this was my first introduction to both characters, because I'm a relatively new comic fan. Uh, So this was my first introduction to X-23 outside of the movie, and I didn't feel any connect connection with her because it was just such a short issue yeah and you know that's not the fault of the writers or anything but it just didn't grasp me uh gwenpool i thought was fun uh it was again my first introduction to her and i thought the writing was clever and i thought the art was really well done uh and it was fun but uh, and it's consequential really they were both all right yeah like amazing must reads and I, i wouldn't even say they were must reads and Gwenpool fans either. Yeah, just kind of... yeah, yeah. All these issues aren't really required reading, even for the main Venomverse event. You can read right. Venomverse without having to read Edge of Venomverse. They're, these are just for fun. Yeah. Right. So, with that said, let's try to move it along here. Yeah. And just talk. Uh, host writer Robbie Ray's Venom. Uh, I, I, so art art was kind of sketchy, but I kind of liked it for the style. Especially with like the, I really like the design of Host Rider. Like I thought the like, skull and venom looked really neat, and I, th- the concept of the ve- like I think the concept of this venom was the most interesting part about it, and just the fact that it was it was like the both hosts in the same body sort of overrode the the host the original host, so it was just like they completely like screwed him o- Robbie over, and I was a little disappointed with that because I like Robbie, and so he didn't really get much action. It was just the Spirit of Vengeance, Eli, and uh, and the Venom symbiotes completely taking them over to be evil. Yeah. So, so it was yeah, interesting yeah. concept. Just I couldn't help but be a little disappointed with it. Wasn't really Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of reminded me more of like Carnage because he was pretty much just going around just slaughtering everything that was in his path. And uh, I don't know for some reason I didn't really like the whole like the hissing sound effects he did in his speeches. It's, was a little weird, but I guess that might have been just because of the two uh, entities that were with each other. So, yeah, that's one of the things I don't like about uh, sometimes writers will write venom hissing. I'm like, don't do that. It's it doesn't work. Right. This was probably my favorite issue, though, just because it's like the only character out of the five that I really followed. I collected mm. the original Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider series, and so I thought it was a lot of fun. But again, inconsequential fun. Yeah. I will say that 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 cover art was gorgeous, though. Oh yeah, by Francesco. Although, although um, we did note, like back when it came out, it's actually a cover swipe with a um, a Venom, an anti-Venom fan art that I originally found on uh, on Deviant Art. There's an anti-Venom that has that exact pose and everything. Oh, you originally found. I don't know. Someone <laughs> have found well, it. I mean, Somebody I'm not knows. sure if he copied that, but we know he did sort of get in trouble for that other picture for the 150 yeah. variant. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, we so, saw that already, yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, fairly enjoyable. And then we have the next one, which was Old Man Logan. And I hated this issue. Yeah, I didn't okay, really care for I, this one. This, I this, love okay, Old I, Man Logan. Like, I love I storyline. This art just this art of this yeah. issue is just terrible like yeah. I, I absolutely hated it it's like yeah. first of all i it's like some of the proportions on logan look like he looked like he was like a midget or something <laughs> and there's a story about um hulk jr whatever his name was it's like he's acting like a complete little bitch fucking emo it's like i don't care and and again the artwork was just terrible like i could not stand reading this issue it's just so bad i, I hated think- it I think the yeah. main issue with it was that you had to have known 
the old, old man Logan story beforehand because this was like a continuation of old. And you man should. Logan. It's it's a really good story, but this was not. This was not. Yeah, and it was. It barely had way. anything to do with Venom in the first place. You know, most of the issue had no symbiote. Yeah. yeah. And it was just yeah. So I I could I have always disliked this artist, and then and then they took the old man Logan story like the sort of. I don't even want to call it a bittersweet ending, but it was sort of hopeful with him and the Hulk kid. And then suddenly it's just like, oh, yeah, never mind about that. Hulk kid turned against him, you know, even though I feel like he was justified in his actions. And then it just, so it just kind of kind of almost ruined the story, even though it wasn't the same canon. Uh, it, it, it was essentially supposed to be. And it was just, yeah, I, I wasn't happy with how they did it. And so the story and the art were awful. I did not like this issue whatsoever. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I'd say this was my least favorite as well. And then, then the fact that uh, he just gets like they bring out the dinosaur. They really he already has a symbiote. He, he eats him. Like okay, yeah, this is another cliche bonding moment. So you know, it didn't really surprise me how he got his venom symbiote. You know. Yeah, I I much would have rather just a story about the symbiote T Rex, how it got it, what happened after Old Man Logan, the original story with the dinosaur. I think that would have been great because then that would have been a previously established Venom, yeah. just the T Rex. It would have been, been cool. It would have been great if the T Rex was actually um, Devil Dinosaur, and yeah, that, that'd be... that oh, yeah. he was in Venomverse instead of Old Man Logan Venom. That would have been great. Yeah, I would have been down for that. And, but but what can you do? So yeah. uh, and then we have the last one, which is uh, a completely new Deadpool Venom. Yeah, a brand Another new one. Deadpool Venom. Not, not to be confused with back in black Deadpool, or yeah. or the original. What, what if, if Venom Pool yeah. and you know? <laughs> oh my! But um, I I will say, I think this was a pretty enjoyable issue, and I think it was especially enjoyable enjoyable because of the Stoko art. I love that art. Like he does fantastic work. I he I think his big book that he has is Orc Stain, but then I know he also does some alien stuff, and I, it's a very unique style. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. So, I, I think yeah, he does symbiotes very well. I, I agree. I agree too because I think so far, I think so. Uh, issue five to me is probably the best out of all the five for Edge of Venomverse because uh, I don't know. I like the art for this one too, and obviously, you know, the humor of Deadpool and he's just killing all these parasitic aliens in this laboratory. You know, and then there's that one part where he sings that song, "I've Come to Bond with You Again." <laughs> you know, that little yeah. song thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. How about this? In summary, uh, what was your favorite Edge of Embers issue of all? Ooh, um, uh, mine was three. So, so that's the host writer three. one. Yep. I'm gonna say that uh, uh, the Gwenpool one was my favorite. I'll probably say issue five for Deadpool. I'm probably gonna say Deadpool too. Yeah. And then John. Uh, like I said, I'd like number three just because I thought it was a cool concept. Uh, yeah, I, I like that kind of art, kind of more crazy, and uh, I cared about the character beforehand, so <laughs> added a little extra layer of nostalgia. I guess I don't know. Just I actually cared about him. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. the uh, w- the Wolverines lose out on this one. Oh, too bad. Try again next time. <laughs> okay. Always so- next. So we'll move on now to the Venomverse War Stories, uh, which had um, three different Venoms and then a prologue to Venomverse. So uh, how about we start out with that prologue to Venomverse, written by Colin Bunn and illustrated by uh, Ivan Coelos. Uh, well, I think there's a whole lot to say about it. I mean, it has a story set up, and yep. then there you go. I mean, The basic prologue, like, what what can you do? You know, it's, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's, I mean, I really have to say about it that the art was really weak. Like, there's a that I specifically remember me and uh, my friend were making fun of Doctor Strange's Doctor Strange. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind. It's it's completely off center, and I mean, you can almost tell that they just kind of like rushed. It almost seems like they rushed this prologue out into stories to make a little bit more sense of. It. <clears throat> Which uh, which should have been symptomatic of the rest of it, but we'll get to that. Um, what I found, like, you know, you know me, I like to be like the the conspiracy theorist and everything here. Uh, when I read that issue, I was like, 
You know what? It kind of feels like, because this came out at the same time as Venomverse number one, and I read both of them, and I'm like, it feels like Captain America Venom might have been a traitor. Like, he was purposefully taking the symbiote, the Venoms that Doctor Strange was uh, summoning and sacrificing them to these poisons. But, um, as we learn later on, that's not really what happened, but that's what I, that's the kind of like the feeling I got from it. Because he was very yeah. suspicious. Yeah, I kind of I kind of had the same feeling too. It's just like there has to be a reason behind all this. It can't be just you know a coincidence for a desperation attempt to combat the poisons and all that. Yeah, and then I was also very disappointed because uh, Moon Knight got a mention, and I I love Moon Knight. They said that uh, he fell to the poisons, and I was like, oh, we're gonna see a Moon Knight poison, but we never did. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yeah, but um. And then, so I guess for the war stories after that, and then we had the first, which was the black, Pan- the new Black Panther Venom, Ngozi, Ngo- yeah. in the wheelchair. And first thing first that jumps out to me, I know that art is Tana Ford, and I'm not a fan. Just it's she did she took over some of the Silk issues from I believe Stacy right. Lee, and it just I'm not a fan of that art. And then not to mention, then in the story you immediately have Black Panther who jobs to Rhino of all people, and then just immediately killed. Yeah, that was so, very surprising to see Black Panther just get killed like that, just stomped by Rhino. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was fine, but I didn't really notice anything stand out. It's like, hey, another symbiote person in a wheelchair, who gets better because of it? So, it's like... Yeah, folks, I mean, yeah. folks like, love this issue, but she just seemed like a Mary Sue. I mean, she's, you know, like in a wheelchair. Now she's a Venom. Now she's, like, what? Black like, Panther. Uh, yeah, so... She, uh, man. I don't know. It didn't really seem um, like a standout issue to me. It wasn't very standout. I don't think so. I mean, it, it was pretty much Marvel being more diverse, and you know, it was it was pretty cool the way how she looked and everything. But right, it was meh. You know, I I didn't mind it at all. It was okay. I think it was also there. There probably was more, some more outspoken about it, just because it was also the writer's first work. So right, I yeah. believe, and so it was her first story, and it's. Just, African girl that she wanted to write. So, I mean, that's cool for her, but it's just, it didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. But, and then, for me, uh, for, oh. for me personally, I'd say, like, I, I at least appreciate that this is an original character. Yeah. Instead of just a venomized, a venomized existing character. Although, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not part of that crowd where it's like, oh, you know, you, you're taking a brand new character and give him an old character's name, like Panther or anything. But I feel like she would have done a lot better if she wasn't the new Black Panther because her motif was more like she was a cricket, you know? She was a grasshopper or whatever. It's like, yeah. go with that motif because that's definitely not a panther motif. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Black Panther hopper, you know? Yeah. The grasshopper. I did like the grasshopper design. That kind of looked neat with the legs. Yeah, but yeah it was really cool. And then we're moving on to Declan Shalvey's uh, Venom Punisher. Yep, and so I'm not sure. The one thing that confused about me with, for this, I don't know if it's the same Venom Punisher as before from the What If. It, it, I don't it, think it was. It could it could potentially be, but I don't think it is. No. So, but that's probably my biggest complaint about this story. But I mean, the art was fantastic, and then you know, I think the Punisher design was so cool. And then the story you know, was kept... pretty good too because you know the story was that he made a deal with the Venom symbiote. He, the symbiote would give him the power to to take revenge and whatever he needed to do to take down Kingpin and all of his enemies. And then in the end, he had to do a favor for the symbiote, and that favor turned out to be the symbiote wanted Punisher to kill Spider Man. Yeah, that so, was interesting. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I, I no, like. I, the... thought, I thought it was like uh, where he at the end, like. After where he uh, subdues Kingpin, he makes a deal with him, and he starts being his uh, right hand hitman. And then he, he ends up uh, he was he was going to try to take out Spider Man just before he got warped to the Battle World for Venomverse. Did he make a deal with Kingpin? I thought he killed Kingpin. I believe he did. No, I, I think I think he uh, I thought he was going to be his right hand guy for hunting down other criminals or whatever oh, okay, then, okay. Spider- Spider-Man um, kind of said oh it's too quiet and then he says oh I'm going to go watch Game of Thrones or something yeah but overall I I loved uh, Declan's art in this and you know his design the jacket kind of you know made me inspired to get my avatar done in the same way so. yeah 
I don't think yeah. you can ever go wrong with Declan Shalvey on Venom. Honestly, yeah. he always always does a good job. So then, mm-hmm. uh, and after that, I guess would be the Rocket story. Yeah, the Rocket and Raccoon versus and. Captain America Marvel, or whatever you want to call her. <laughs> yeah, so it's Captain Marvel, but as Captain America. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it was a f- fine enough story, but again, nothing really stood out, and it was just then get teleported in the end. But it, it was kind of yeah, cool. I think, one, I think Rocket got his due more in the Venomverse um, series than it, he did in this story. So it, it it paid off later on for him. Right. But uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't really know that was uh, Captain Marvel or Captain America. I thought it was just some alternate female version of, of Steve. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that was I, I as someone who likes alternate universes, I did think that was pretty cool seeing the amalgamation of the two characters. So, but then uh, and then we had probably another story I, I actually really liked. It was the Doctor Doom Venom. Yeah, Doctor Doom Venom is a fun concept, you know, because uh, it goes Absolutely. back. To, it goes back to that whole thing where it's uh, it's the struggle between the host and the symbiote who's in control here. And, of course, Doom, he just has this famous domineering will. It's like, no, I will control myself, and uh, you're, you're going to be my, my tool, my puppet. And that was a great, like, it was really nice to see that. I mean, even though, yeah, it's the symbiote who loses in the end, uh, it yeah. was great to see uh, Dr. Doom unleash that power. Yeah, and the, I, I love how the even the symbiote calls him Lord Doom in the end. Like, it just I don't know. I I, I kind of like when Doom strokes his own ego and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Just, and then plus that that really monstrous form of Doom at the end was really cool looking with the symbiote. Yeah. So and then and again we have like an alternate take on the Avengers where Luke Cage just has the Iron Man boots and gauntlet and helmet. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, funny. what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> has the legs and the head. That's it. And the arms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I liked uh, I liked Doom's design at the end, and uh, I guess it was implied. I guess he just teleported himself to the battle world for Venomverse. So yeah. All right. Um, well, if anyone has anything else to say, say it now. Otherwise, we're gonna move on. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the meat of this feast: the main Venomverse event. In short. Venomverse is about a team of alternate universe Venomized characters led by Eddie Brock's Venom from the main Marvel Universe, fighting for a survival against a new symbiote-like predator called the Poisons. The Poisons are like symbiotes for symbiotes. They bond to the symbiotes and their hosts to hijack and increase their powers while subjugating the symbiote and the host's free wills. Uh, and for some reason, they're only targeting Venoms. Uh... This event was super hyped up by Marvel and fans alike, and there were a lot of high expectations going in. So, would you guys say you uh, you were satisfied, or at least had fun with it? Uh, okay, I'll start off. I mean, honestly, as a whole, I honestly like I loved it up until uh, halfway through issue five. Like issue one was a great starting point. I, I have to say, right off the bat, you guys like. Even Coelho's art was just absolutely phenomenal. The way how he draws Eddie Brock and the way how he does the symbiotes and the poisons was just top-notch. Like, I oh, yeah. his, his art, his art was away. gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Probably um, the highlight of the series is that art. Yeah. And for Venomverse, I think it's kind of hard to talk about issue to issue. You kind of have to talk about the whole thing as a whole. Yeah. So... Because it, it really did, especially since it was one week after the other, and so it was all sort of lumped together. And, man, I gotta say, my biggest, pro- like, overall, I'll say this. I, overall, I enjoyed it, mostly, uh, but I do have a lot of qualms, especially near the end. But one of my biggest qualms is probably the fact that, you know, I, I think of the fact that I hype myself up too much, especially with the initial banner yeah. that advertised yeah. it. Like, out of that banner we only got eight out of 26 Venoms that were on that banner. And most of them were the new characters. Yeah. And so that was a and big they, disappointment for me. I wanted to see Mayday. I wanted to see Mayhem. I wanted to see Poison. I want to see She-Venom. Uh, yeah, She-Venom. That's another way. I, I wanted to Spider-Verse. We didn't get She-Venom at all. I was, I was kind of hoping for Ant to appear, but that was a letdown. Like, even as so. a Poison hallucination, that would have been great. But instead, they began it with that kid, like some random kid that yeah, Eddie saw. I was like, what is that? Yeah. And 
Man, and then they also, it was so weird how, in the interviews and stuff, they talked about how Eddie was supposed to be, like, this was going to show why Eddie was the best Venom ever, and it really didn't do that for me. It did not. I, but he lived, and he killed Spider-Man poison, maybe. Apparently, so. off-screen. Yeah, and he ran but, the uh, He summoned Carnage, and he killed a bunch of folks, so. I mean, sort of, it kind of did, but I mean, not but, really. But for you... Too. For you, Aaron, I think uh, issue one's probably the best one just because Agent yeah. Venom's the first casualty. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, was hilarious. <laughs> well, for you, maybe. For me and John, that was, I was upset with that. But hey, guys, they had, uh, like, throughout the whole thing, they had, like, Mania. Yeah, that, that was a bonus. But it just sucks that, you know, like, he's taken hits from the Hulk before, even though it is an alternate universe, you know, Agent Venom, that makes, makes me have a little bit more comfort in it. But it's like he just gets taken out immediately. No big heroic sacrifice. Only Mania mentions him later. They're like, oh, Captain America, sac- uh, are you guys just forgetting about Agent Venom then? Yeah. I, the I just feel like, Flash is over. Like, still, though, no, so much missed opportunity between, like, Flash, Eddie, and Peter. Right. Like, that would have been so cool to have some interaction between them all. But instead, it's just they take him out right away. And, and, and you know, have Ink for so... For the, for the poisons, I just thought, like, I mean, yeah, they were really cool in the way how they... These little creepy, like little skeleton, like little creatures, like who are white and yeah, these symbi- you know, create the, the, illusion. The imps. And, yeah, the poison imps. imps. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, but, like, they were just super overpowered. Like, I mean, because it kind of makes sense how you know Hulk, you know, with that much devastating power he has with his punches, yeah, he's gonna do a lot of damage. So. Yeah, I really loved the poison designs. I don't think there was a single poison design that I didn't like. No, um, the designs were definitely cool. Yeah. So, great job on creating a brand new kind of character. It's like, it was perfect. And the little, the little uh, poison imps are fantastic little designs. Like, I, I love to have, like, just little figures. It doesn't even have to be um, articulated or anything, just like a little uh, poison figure. You know, those things would be like something you get in um, a coin machine or something. Just pop one up. Oh, you got a poison. And uh, you got anything to add, John, about, you know, anything so far before we get really into the ending of Venomverse? Because uh, we definitely have a lot to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. We can hear, we can okay, hear. good. Because I think my microphone turned off for a little while. Okay. I, and I, was tra- I was trying to say stuff about Doom and Venomverse, and I was, <laughs> and yeah. I was wondering why you guys kept on interrupting me, and I was like, oh, crap. We just don't like you, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's my bad. My microphone keeps on messing up. But, so go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Shoot. I'd say the I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. The Venomverse art is just... It's worth the purchase, I feel like, the, the art is alone. Um, all the Venom designs are really creative. Uh, my personal favorite was Ant-Man. Uh, I thought, like, oh, that's a cool way to do Ant-Man Venom. Uh, and uh, they, they weren't just like, oh, Ant-Man with a, a Venom mouth, you know, or a Black Panther with a Venom mouth. Like, it, it, it's not lazy. All the designs were really strong. The poison designs were really strong. And the art was beautiful throughout uh but otherwise, the story, I think, is the biggest letdown here. Yeah. It, it definitely took a while to get going. It felt like we were being introduced to Poison for, like, three issues. Right. I'll, I'll say this. If this wasn't a weekly series, this would have been, like, miserably slow. Yeah. Right. Like, a oh, yeah. Man, that would have been awful for a whole I would have been, like, I have to wait for a, for the next yeah. issue a yeah. month away and yeah. still nothing is happening, right? Like, it felt like it was going at a snail's pace, and the only reason it felt like it was, like, uh, had a decent pace is because it was weekly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this, though, for all the faults that we were going to mention about the story, this has to be one of Marvel's most accessible event series for new readers. Because right. you can jump into this series without knowing anything about, you know... Uh, I mean, you can have, like, a, a, a somewhat... Uh, some knowledge about these characters um, as themselves, not as Venoms. And you can jump in and be like, okay, I understand what's going on, I know what the stakes are, and, yeah, let's go with it. Uh, so I think I, I'll give... Um, I'll give the team props for that, that we can have new readers jump into this and enjoy it at the same time. I completely yeah, but... agree. Yeah, but that I feel like that comes at a cost as well. 
because I felt like the whole story didn't have any weight to it. Yeah, unfortunately. Time. Like, <laughs> like when when a character, like when Captain America was faced with like the girl that he loved or something. I don't remember who it was. Like sure. I didn't feel like I didn't Sharon feel like Carter. no Captain America. No, I just didn't really care. Yeah. Um, because like it, they didn't make me care about him at all. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and so well, yes, I... it's accessible, but also like. I didn't really feel like Eddie or Mania were in danger at all, even though it felt like they should have been. And see, that's one of the downsides, I think, of doing the Edge of Venomers uh, characters. Because I think they did the Edge of Venomers to try and make us care about these characters, but then they were just cannon fodder. So it's just like, eh, I mean, I, I did like uh, some of the moments like MJ Venom had with the Poison Peter. I, re- I, I did really like that. Um, uh, but, and um, May, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, when he was uh, turning into a poison. I think, I think my, the funniest moment in Venomverse was obviously for me uh, when Black Panther and Mania were on lookout duty. <laughs> and they were talking about, oh, where, how did you get here? And then Black Panther says, yeah, I was at a peace meeting or something. And then Mania says, and then he goes like to her, what about you? School detention. <laughs> like, God <laughs> damn it, Andy, do your freaking homework. Like all these yeah. little, All these little bits and pieces of Mania that we get. Because it's so sad that, you know, Cullen Bunn is always trying to write Mania. And it feels like he finally got the chance here, but he didn't get enough of a chance to write Mania. And we got these little tidbits, like, we just want more Mania. And why was she on the cover? She was on the whole team, the entire five issues, but she wasn't on any of the covers. Yeah, that was weird. But I I gotta say, the not not by Venom made me laugh quite a bit. I like that line that you mentioned in the interview. Yeah. Yeah, but she still kind of liked Eddie at the end because she seemed to work with him fine, you know. So one thing know. disappointing for me though is like I kind of wish that in the final issue she was going to show some bang and go berserk like X twenty three because X twenty three she was like has her claws out, you know, she has her teeth and tongue and she's like slicing and dicing and she did more than her and I kind of felt a little bad about it. Yeah, yeah she was a bit was kind of there, you know. Yeah, I, I like how she still has a wrench the whole like. Yeah, she like, had a wrench. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I, I guess we better start getting into the ending here. But, yeah, uh, just because that was, I think I'm, I'll be the first to say it. I don't think that was a very good ending. Very anticlimactic, and just rushed. And it was just it. It left with more questions than answers. Like, yeah, like no, like, they, brought, they, brought, like... they specifically brought Carnage in, and why didn't you bring more symbiotes that work? Like, why are they only allowed to get Venom? Like that was never explained. It was just like they talk a bit about how oh this symbiote's different and we'll get him soon, but first these venoms. It's like what what? And I was... well, the, the thing thing was is like during the whole series, Doctor Strange he was very weak and he was trying to re- regain his magic and you know pre- recover from all the fighting he's been doing and running away and trying to hide. You know, so it kind of takes a toll on him, I guess. But but then That's the weird the impression I got. Yeah, but then the weird fact that like there was like, it's revealed that Doctor Doom venom isn't even behind this. It's Thanos venom or poison. And yeah, like, that, so, that and they, was only, so, they only discovered the yeah. multi stuff because of Strange. So how do they have all these poisons already? Like, were all these heroes in this universe already Venom? Like, I don't really understand that. You know, yeah, it, poison X. But they never showed the swords, and like I was kind of like, well, you know, at least have like a poison queen or a king or some character that we've never seen before, like a first appearance. But and Colin Bunny he kind of missed, kind of missed the ball on that Thanos just so cliche and not really interesting like I don't care yeah like I feel like it opened up a lot of plot holes as well like I don't know if it was ever explained why they kept on bringing Venoms into the universe uh, because why would you bring over the thing that's weak to you're just adding more enemies right I think, At that point? I right. think a good explanation would be that um, perhaps the Venoms are so like the Venom symbiotes they're all pretty much the same, and it's kind of like wavelength type of thing, where it's like Do- uh, Dr. Strange could tap into that Venom l- wavelength because he he is a Venom, and so he, he can easily tap into that and then bring Venoms, and he wasn't really... He, he probably did, wasn't even aware there were other symbiotes besides Venom in the multiverse, because we don't know what his situation was with uh, Venom. Right, but like... Was that ever explained in the comic? No, yeah. that was never explained. Right, exactly. And so it just seems silly that we have to be like, oh, I guess he can only summon Venoms, when it's like, no, why don't you just summon a regular Hulk 
that's immune to the poisons because the poisons are useless <laughs> without a symbiote. Yeah. Know? So like yeah. It, it, it it just adds that little tiny bit of frustration where it's just like the whole premise of this is never explained. Like why are you only summoning now, now here's here's the biggest problem I had, and I was talking to Tyler earlier about this. Um, it's like, well, Eddie didn't really necessarily show he was the best Venom. This was more like a teamwork type thing. Did did you guys even had that uh, idea going in your head? Like, if no, Eddie, no, the best Venom throughout this whole thing because he, he sure wasn't. Yeah, I mean, Deadpool, Deadpool turning himself into a poison and helping them got the most stardom at the end. Yeah, I mean, I. I I know Bun likes Deadpool, but I mean, do we really need so much Deadpool? Yeah, I, and I like Deadpool as a character. I really do, but I just don't need him to be the star here. Yeah, Eddie yeah, was supposed to be the star, but he doesn't feel like a star. Oh, Eddie felt just as much background as any of the other Venoms in the story. Like, and you yeah. know, not only that, in the issue too, like when he faces Poison Spider-Man, like Peter just beats the shit out of him, and he was just having a hard time regenerating his body from getting damaged. Like, he had a hard time. But then, in issue five, he kills him in three panels. I'm like, that's it? And then I turn the next page, and like, what happened? That's it? He just punched him in the... He punched Peter in the face, and he dies, just like that. It makes no sense to me, in all honesty. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so we don't right. get a I sense like... of why he's the best, so that's an unanswered yeah, question. Yes, like, in issue four, like, one of the poisons said he was just, like, regular... Yeah, yeah, Gwen. Gwen pulled a made fun of him. Right. Yeah. So I mean, they kind of just made fun of him the whole time, saying like, "You're not the Hulk. You're not Cap. You're just, you know, like you're just a normal um, dude, like a regular guy." Yeah. So, and John, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to basically say what Aaron already said. Like, he kind of just got his butt kicked. They made fun of him, and then he didn't have like a redemption after that, unless you count the three-panel fight with Spider-Man. Yeah. Which isn't a payoff. It's more of like a. It feels cheap because he got his butt kicked so badly the first time. Yeah. That he just beats him off panel somehow, or unless that one punch was actually supposed to be the the fight. (laughs) Like. Right. Yeah. And it all and it also just feels like a really quick and cheap movie ending where they're like they're just like Rocket blew the place up and Doctor Strange teleport us out. Like what? Like that's so quick, right? Like. There wasn't like a huge plan or anything. It was just kind of it kind of just happened. And instead of like a war, this was more of just like one single battle. All five issues was just like one battle. Uh, and also, so, um, I was going to say for Tyler because he, he clarified this for me. It's like I kind of was got confused because issue three they they summoned Carnage and that was a really cool moment. But I wasn't really sure if he was the six one six universe because there was one point in the comic where Carnage is like. To Venom is like, oh, you smell like him, but you're not actually him. You're not my dad, or something like yeah. that. So I was kind of confused if that was the same cars in the six one six, or it was just another alternate universe version of him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an alternate universe. It's just, but yeah, but yeah, uh, but you got to kill the Deadpool anyway. So <laughs> and then, but yeah, but then in the end, it's just like, oh, I'm back home. And Mania's back home. And the, who are who are the other savages? There's MJ Venom, Black Panther Venom, X twenty three Venom, yeah, Ro- Rocket, and then I guess it would be Eddie and Mania. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and then, then what's, what what does Eddie do when he's back? Oh, let's get a burger. I just saved the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. I just went and saved the universe. I have to pay my rent. And <laughs> and I, I it's like, you know. We're going to discuss it in just a bit that there are going to be spinoffs and everything for Venomverse, yeah. but it feels like this had no consequence at all yeah. in the main Venom series. It really didn't. Mm. No, you yeah. could you could absolutely skip this. Like from you know, if you read one fifty four and then you read Venom one fifty five, and you skip Venomverse altogether, you literally did not miss anything. Yeah, there's it had no. It doesn't feel like it had any impact whatsoever, and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like um, that Eddie, as he currently is in Venom in uh, the main Venom story, was even the Eddie in Venomverse, because you know he's all like, "Oh, I don't, I don't like any, uh, like, um, I don't care for anyone," and he he was very bland in Venomverse, I think. 
Yeah, I agree. It, we're kind of we're kind of getting to that to that time again, like they did back then, uh, back in like the '90s. Is he's being written by multiple writers who don't have like a model to go off of. Like they're not like agreeing on how he should act. Yeah. And so like if you read Venom 154 and 155, and you read Venomverse, it seems like two completely different people. Yeah, it looks like, and and even from Cullen Bunn's past work with Eddie, like I thought Cullen Bunn did a really good job with him as Toxin, and here he was just sort of like, oh, I don't care about anyone. Yeah, but I like, think oh. main character in this one, and that's kind of hard to write him, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 kind of weird. Yeah, just kind of weird. The curse of Eddie Brock. But I would say overall, for the whole Venomverse, Edge of Venomverse, War Stories, I'd probably give it. Three out of five. Like I didn't dislike it. I'll say that much, except for the ending, which is kind of pretty disappointing. Yeah. Overall, I'd probably give it a three out of five. I, would um, I got my full in uh, in variants. I bought a whole bunch of variants, so so I'm happy with it. You oh know? yeah, I got variants in the was the main character, so I am good. Yeah, uh, I, I got I got those. Loved it. Those, <laughs> I got the gorgeous Clayton Crane connecting variants. That's yeah. yeah. I, Love with those covers. <laughs> yep, and uh, I I have mine on order, so they're coming in soon. But I also have an extra set um, that I'm going to be giving away as part of an official Venom site giveaway at some point. So Ooh. you can look forward to that. And then, John, did you give your rating for the? Uh, I would say I love the art, and I I honest to goodness think like it's almost worth buying for the art alone. Uh, at least for me, because I think Eben did such a fantastic job. Uh, but my overall rating uh, would probably be, uh, I would agree with most reviewers online and say it's kind of just middling. It's not bad. It's not great. It's kind of just like a 5 out of 10. Like, And I'm not rating that on like a grading scale. That doesn't mean it failed. I just think it was just middle of the road. Kind of good. Okay. So that's it. Mm-hmm. It's soul uh, issues. Yeah. I'm right. probably the whole thing uh, a 3.5 out of, out of 5. Yeah, so like again, it, it was great up until issue 5. Honestly, guys, I kind of wish maybe if it was maybe one more issue, because then they could have done more, but, you know. Yeah, I think one more issue would have really benefited the story. Um, but yeah, no, again, and also this is the only time we're ever going to get, like, a Venom-type treatment for the variants. You know, we had all the Hero Venomized variants. We had the Venomized Villain variants. But yeah, because I kind of put a lot of money into those variants. But yeah, it was worth it. Okay. Same here. Every single one. <laughs> Alright, well, so that's our uh, review for Venomverse total. Uh, so while Venomverse may be over, the Poison story doesn't end there. Colin Bunn is ensuring that the Poisons remain a thorn in the Marvel Universe's side by bringing them into a couple of his other projects. First, a poison Fin Fang Foom will show up in Marvel uh, in Marvel's Monsters Unleashed number six through eight to cause Kid Kaiju and his other monster pals some trouble. Then, in January and February 2018, uh, a Venom and X Men crossover event called Poison X will take place, starting with X Men Blue Annual number one. The story begins with the X-Men capturing Venom and promises huge ramifications for certain characters, especially for Cyclops. So, do you guys think these spin-offs will make up for Venom versus rushed ending, and do you think there will be uh, more for the Poisons beyond these spin-offs? It's, it's too early to say, I think. It's just, uh, I, I saw a bit from the Monsters Unleashed where it seemed like the poisons were trying to communicate with somehow, and so now one's in the six one six with the fin, fin fang foom. So I mean, we'll have to. And then I don't know what to think of Poison X. Like I said, we don't know anything other than basically two notes and a cover. So yeah, for for me, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm really kind of surprised and glad that finally Venom's going to be teaming up with the X Men because right. the only other person he's uh, teamed up with is uh, Wolverine. About so it's like, kind um, of uh, interesting that he's going to do that for the new year coming up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge X-Men fan. I watch the movies and they're fun. I don't really care to follow the comics, so it's like uh Venom and X-Men I'm like, mm, you know, I I'm going to read it anyways cuz you know, I follow Venom, that's my obligation. But <laughs> uh I'm not going to be particularly excited about it cuz it's like I don't really care for X-Men 
the last X-Men books that I've ever purchased were for the Black Vortex crossover event with Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we haven't seen the last of the poisons even with these two upcoming spinoffs. I think I, what I really hope to see, as I've mentioned before, is that since uh, the Venom movie is coming in 2018 and it's going to have um, Anne Wying, uh, I really hope to see Anne make a return in the comics in some form, and I hope it would be like um, a Poison Anne, or as I call her, Poison. <laughs> That's good. But, uh... Again, uh, Venom's 30th anniversary is uh, next year, so let's just keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. 2018 mm-hmm. is going to be interesting. Yeah. If, if, have like Avengers X and like, <laughs> like all these other X. Oh, no. Like Guardians of the Galaxy X. Avengers. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Runaways X. But, um... Yeah, I, I, I guess that's most of the time we have for this podcast, and next podcast is certainly going to be interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, it's about time to wrap things up. Uh, you can check out Venomverse, Edge of Venomverse, and Venomverse War Stories, uh, every issue of which is now in stores and online. So thank you, uh, Carlos, John, Tyler, and Aaron, for joining me today on the podcast. And thanks t- uh, to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your general support. Um, so with the next I- episode, is, uh, episode se- uh, eight, we're going to go over um, what's been happening in the Venom comics recently, uh, the upcoming Venom Inc. story, and a few other things uh, comic-wise. And at some point, we will get to um, a-, a toy podcast that uh, that Tyler uh, and I think Aaron has been wanting to do for a while. So we'll get to that too, <laughs> and we'll also get to the movie. Um, so finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs.